The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey. We are in Healsburg again this week. And Dustin Vallette, if you listened to the show last week, was nice enough to let us borrow his restaurant to do a show. We've got um, Ozzy and Christian, uh, some neighbors of Dustin's here today. Sandra, how are you doing today? Good, thank yeah. you. Yeah, what's going thank on? Thank you. Oh, I'm just so excited to talk about ice cream and pie and all that good and stuff that I shouldn't be eating that I <laughs> do. <laughs> and in an air-conditioned environment, yeah. it's nice, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, welcome, um, Ozzy and Christian. We're just so excited. I know how busy you both are. And young entrepreneurs that I absolutely love watching your growth and seeing what you're doing and I wish I lived a little closer so I could have <laughs> noble folk ice cream all the right, time right. but um, welcome thank you thank you for having us yeah thank you for having us hi yeah. everyone um, this is Ozzy this is my voice hello <laughs> <laughs> and what's your voice Christian this is my voice Perfect. you guys kind of sound like twins <laughs> A little bit. We, we get mistaken for twins. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. But we've been looking forward to hanging out with you for some time now. I know the first time I found out about youth was through Gary. And Gary was kind of talking about just his involvement at Girl on the Fig and just kind of how mm -hmm. close you guys have gotten over the years. And then, you know, for us, like being LGBTQ and seeing Gary be such a pillar in our community has always been really great. So we're really happy to be here finally to be able to kind of like chat and talk about food. So we're really excited. It's awesome. Thank and, you. And we're talking about Gary Saperstein in case uh, listeners out there uh, don't know. Gary right. is uh, Has out in the vineyard. Very well known in our community, correct? Yeah. Who, who doesn't know Gary? Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yesterday, literally, we went to go see Hello, Dolly on the big screen. Oh. And of course, he ran into people <laughs> in the Napa Theater and then the restaurant after. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, my God, who doesn't eat? Yeah, I think the last time I ran into it was at Psy. Yeah. Mean, drinking yeah. champagne. Exactly. Of he really could be the mayor of our town. It's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Maybe we true. can get him to run one Gary day. 2020. Yeah, he'd Gary have to, 2020. But he'd have to move into the city, and I don't know if he'll do that. But anyway, um, so we could go back, and it wouldn't be that far since you guys are still so young, <laughs> which is incredible. We're a little older now. You know? I don't know. I don't know. So you're the first time that I ever heard about your business, I think, was Moustache. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. So yes. is that the very first that one? That is the very first little project that we, we started together as a very young couple. Um, I think we were... Were you a couple already mm -hmm. then? Yeah. We we, had, we met we met about a year before we had opened Moustache. Here? Um, we met at the Flying Goat, actually, in Santa Rosa. Okay. And so it was just kind of a happenstance where, like, I was going into the Goat to order coffee, and he was coming out to pay his meter or something, and we just kind of like kind of like just locked eyes Checked for each second. other yeah, yeah. Well, I was uh -huh. like who's this cute guy coming to uh -huh. this coffee shop I frequent all uh -huh. the time and I was with a friend of mine and I, I hadn't really ever dated before but she was like you need to go up there and you need to talk to him 
And so he like goes put puts like a quarter in his meter and then goes back to the cafe. And I'm like, I do the lamest kind of pickup line ever. And I'm like, do you come here often? And I think he just like <laughs> felt in it, his face. You know, I think, I think he just like like pitied me a little bit. And he's like, okay, maybe I'll take this dude out on a date, whatever. Um, and cute. the rest is history. You know? Wow. So, yeah. Uh, so we so almost love mm-hmm. at first sight, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And so we we sat down, and I think I was kind of nervous. And so you know, those like that kind of awkward like first like getting a cup of coffee with someone you kind of don't know what to talk about so I kind of went into work mode and started interviewing him (laughs) and I was like so you know what is it that you're looking like to do with your life like what's your like kind of like long term plan and he kind of mentioned that he really wanted to do um, to maybe open a a coffee shop or a cafe and I had just moved back from LA and I I was really dead set I mean I had the name Mustache Baked Goods in my head already Mm -hmm. and it was just wait why? I don't know it was just was like it's for some reason you know like when people talk about like business names it's like you want something kind of strong something that you'll remember and for some reason I just kind of and this was before like the whole like mustache craze took effect and there was like it's true it was before mustache yeah Yeah. Yeah. and so I just I kind of wrote it down one time on on a piece of paper and I was like I don't know there's something about that name that just like resonated with me and so I kind of just put it in the back of my head and was like if I ever decide to get the opportunity to open a bakery I'm going to call it that or and meet so, the right guy or meet the right guy <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah so when I met Ozzy it was just that kind of him saying the cafe just kind of like clicked a like a knob or something in my head and I was like this is it and so I kind of was like well I have an idea for mustache baked goods and I really want to open it in my hometown in Healdsburg and it kind of just immediately from then that's kind of a lot of what we were talking about in our first kind of initial yeah. like, date well but part of it too mm-hmm. is it, it was like 2008-2009 so was like right right after the after recession the, right you know and so i grew up my background my parents have always been small business owners my dad mm-hmm. had a carpet cleaning business he and where very, are you from i'm from santa rosa okay. so i grew up here in sonoma county um but my dad you know i've always seen him grow up have his own business and stuff and then you know when we went on that first date you know we kept seeing a lot of our friends that were just finishing up their college degrees come back to Sonoma County because they couldn't find jobs. Right. And so for us, it's like we were kind of like, well, you know, we really love school. You know, he was going to the SRJC culinary and I was like studying to, you know, loved anthropology, all this stuff. And we were just like, that's a useful yeah, um, yeah, career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> QN, now I'm in ice cream and cake. Um, but yeah, so the conversation stemmed from just a real life situation of like, well, what are we going to do with our lives? Because we're not sure if we want to invest in, you know, that higher education when we already kind of have a good skill set on our own. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and Christian literally had grown up his whole entire life baking. Um, Is that true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. So you knew you wanted to bake. Well, I knew, I knew I was going to be in the food industry because bo- both of my parents, so my dad who passed away right before we opened Mustache, he was a winemaker here in Healdsburg. And then my mom, um, she used to be one of the managers at Trevenia when it was still oh. around. And then she had another job. She, she always had two jobs growing up and the other one was at Cafe Portofino in downtown Santa Rosa, which mm-hmm. is funny because that's where the new noble folk is, yeah. right next door to that. So. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, who, who had Portofino before? Portofino, Christine. It was K- County. Oh, you mean before Portofino? No, I mean, who was who was the owners of uh, Portofino? Oh, I can't remember their name, but they were this okay. kind of old. Because well, I thought I thought Henry Belmonte, oh, the owners of EJB, right, I thought they used yes, to yes, own it, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Because and Joel was the manager for a while. Exactly. Christy Lee. Was married oh, yeah, to Joel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my mom was one of the bar managers yeah. there, and so I kind of just grew up in the industry, and so I knew. 
I just like the excitement of being in restaurants and in and, and the food industry. But for me, when I got a little bit older through high school, I kind of realized like, you know, just with like mental health and anxiety and stuff, it's just the restaurant business is very fast paced. It's not for everyone. But I knew I still wanted to be in the industry when I, I think my first bakery job was at Downtown Bakery here. Oh, awesome. And I, I was probably like 17 or something. And I, mm-hmm. I think the first time I went in, I was like, oh, like, I went in at like midnight and I was like, wow, there's like no one, I'm not working with anyone. It's like super chill, like I'm on music. And I was like, okay, there's like a whole different industry that I wasn't kind of aware of. And that kind of took, I mean, I, I've always baked at home, but I think getting into professionally was what triggered it. And then when we started dating, he would just like bake me all these amazing mm-hmm. things, you know, <laughs> like marble cakes and mm-hmm. banana cake mm-hmm. and like French macaroons and all these things. So I think like, you know, in that first 12 months when we were dating, I think he he was like secretly pitching me this like, idea, <laughs> you know? And so right. then, you know, we, we had saved, you know, because, you know, I had three jobs going when I was wow. at the JC. Mm-hmm. He had two jobs working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we were saving up for something, but we just didn't know what. Um, and, you know, Christian was like, I, I want to start a bakery. And I'm like, I've seen my parents build businesses and do it and with limited language speaking skills. And I'm like, I think we could totally do it. You know, mm-hmm. so what did we do? We picked the most competitive right. place in the whole entire yeah, exactly. North Bay to like build a business. <laughs> and expensive. And expensive. But that's, I think, kind of like what a good, a good thing because mm-hmm. it's like because Christians from Healdsburg and, you know, kind of like we were talking a bit before about just the how tight knit we all are. Um, we hit the ground running and you know people just loved eating our cakes and you know like coffee i mean that was the business when we first started out was yeah. mustache an actual brick and mortar mm-hmm. well so so mustache started off with we we did i think we did one wedding out of our apartment in santa rosa because we mm-hmm. lived um right by where the old brickyard building was for mm-hmm. the uh, jc and we did like a wedding for like a friend and I kind of like, there's a couple of products that we have at Mustache or Staples that I did there for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then there was this event called Stash and Spokes that I think we kind of got picked because the name, cause I think I started like a oh, blog or something. Okay. Like it wasn't like I had a store, uh-huh. but someone was like, oh, Mustache Bakers, you'd be great at the Stash and Spokes, right. which is Just like bicycle. Cause it was a lot of catering. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. then we got picked up for that. And then, and then I knew I wanted to open it in Healdsburg, but it wasn't so much, I didn't think about the competitiveness and just kind of what Healdsburg became because it's like my hometown. I was just like, oh, it's a cool, it's cute community. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, I think we were like, obviously, you know, when you're 21 and 22 opening a business, you are a little naive, yeah, right? right. Like everything is <laughs> right. very new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, we, you know, I worked the front counter for the first two years by myself with my staff. So it's like, you know, I was 22 at the time. And so a lot of people thought I was just a regular employee, which was right. great because I was able to really know and learn and understand our customers mm-hmm. about like what exactly they wanted to see in our store. Mm-hmm. And um, is that when it was Noble Folk? No, that was just Mustache. So Mustache. Where was Mustache? It's still there. It's three. It's three eight one heels. We're going on ten years. Ten years, oh a decade. My yes. Okay. So next to the Raven. No, so we're right next door to. Um, I guess we're hey, charcuterie. Pa- pass me that remote control. Give me both of them. Um, so we're, if I could jump over this building here, we're, uh-huh. we're on Healdsburg okay. Avenue. We're just like maybe four storefronts down from the okay, plaza. Okay, got yeah. it. So like yeah. I say in between like Shed and Dry Creek Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Kind well, of. That's so yeah, weird. I don't yeah. You just wanted to push mm-hmm. that button. I, I feel like, like automatic. I feel like Dr. <laughs> Evil. Just totally wanted to push it. 
Dun, dun, dun. Can and you the hear my phone dun, dun. No. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. And, and there was light. Mm-hmm. And then there was light. Stop. Yeah, so... My- <laughs> oh, great. Great. We came to Healdsburg to podcast. It's going to cost us $10,000 to fix the blinds. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. All right, now we're naked. Okay. Maybe they all have to go up before they can all come down. Okay, yeah, sorry. Man. Yeah, Mustache was, um, it was a clothing store called M Clothing, and we took took over the space and knocked down all the walls and built a kitchen from the ground up. From the ground up. Yeah, we had a really helpful contractor who, like, really believed in what we were trying to achieve, and... Um, built out the space for us, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, most people can't find a contractor. That you find a contractor who believes in oh, what yeah. you're. In how does that happen? You could. Right. I think in 08 you yeah, could. Yeah, in 08 you could. Yeah. I mean, now you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, especially people post-fire. were begging yeah. for work after yeah. the recession. Well, yeah. what were you doing? You said you were working three jobs while you're going to the JC. Oh, so I, I was, um, I worked at Farmhouse Inn out on River oh. Road for uh-huh. a very long time, um, in a completely different role. So I was, uh, I was a concierge. So I worked in hospitality. Did um, you know? Lori? Uh, Lori? She was a server for years. I didn't work in the restaurant. I okay. worked for in the, the, the inn piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, that that experience was so great just because it's like being around Joe and Catherine and seeing how much love that they pour into mm-hmm. their dream, you know, and I, I'd been there for about like two and a half years and it was just a great primer for me to kind of really value well what's what is the like are the people that visit our home the store you mm-hmm. know what kind of experience are they leaving with because it's not just about providing like a cute little pastry that tastes good that looks great mm-hmm. that you can bring to family and friends but it's like well what kind of service are they getting when they're coming into the store like are they feeling that good kind of like homey feeling mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. what you see in a lot of successful restaurants it's like it feels like home it feels right. like it's a place you know um and so being part of Farmhouse was great because it just kind of instilled that piece that sometimes I feel like in the beginning, me and Christian kind of butted heads because he was in charge of our <laughs> kitchen. And, you know, I wanted to take every order that we could to please every customer uh-huh. and to take, you know, flavor this. And Christian's just like, we don't we don't do those flavors. That's not on our menu right now. So um, so that back and forth between uh-huh. both of us was, was really healthy, too, I think, you know. Well, and what a great I mean, they do such a good job there yeah. and they have really good ethics and I think it's great training ground totally mm-hmm. and yeah. Steve Steve Licky, which is their chef amazing um, chef runs mm-hmm. a really tight ship I remember yeah. when I when one of the things that we <laughs> that's were that's al- code by the way for, <laughs> for people out there that have worked in restaurants <laughs> no like, that means he swears yeah, don't screw up <laughs> he yells <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would I would always be like up at the office and, and from time to time we'd have a guest that would order you know a salad or a cheese plate and it would be up to us to kind of like make it for them but Chef Steve would kind of like instill a little fear with all the front of house stuff and be like, you know, prepare me a salad, prepare me a charcuterie plate. And then we'd have to You go. had to do that for yeah. him. And then so we would have to go into the walk-in, like find all the ingredients, you know, prep whatever it is that the guest wanted. And then he would like, you know, give us his feedback and everything. Why didn't he just make it? <laughs> he wants to instill the fear. Well, he's busy. So, so during the oh. day, he's, they're prepping all for oh, right, dinner right, service. Right. So, and he, so he doesn't want to be bothered with a salad no. from, you know, room 21, you know? Right. That's um, hilarious. But yeah, so that's, I worked there and I was a French tutor for a long time. Oh. And then um, 
I worked at the um, at the mall in Santa Rosa at Banana Republic for some time too. Wow. So nice. it did kind of all. I those. mean, you, just, you you hear you know when you're when it's election time, you hear from politicians. Oh, I was in Virginia the other day talking to Shirley who works three mm-hmm. jobs, and you always think, who works Shirley. three jobs? I'm not Shirley. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, you just you just like being busy, or you just were trying to save as much money as possible. Well, I think I think it's. It's that, but also being LGBTQ, um, I was kind of like outed or came out in like 2007. And so, you know, my family relationship right now is great. They're amazing. Christian comes over all the time. We have dinner. Mm-hmm. But when it when I first came out, it was really problematic for me. And so one of the things... That with, w- with your family mostly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the things that kind of like rescued me was just staying busy mm-hmm. and working and filling myself up with time so I didn't have to be home. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have to like, you know hear certain things from like my uncles or my cousins and I could just be at the JC at the French language lab where it was like a right. safe space for me. Right. Um, so that's kind of why why I got pretty busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's funny starting a business together at the beginning of a relationship. I, I, I it's crazy. It's not a great idea. It's crazy. Well, <laughs> it reminds like, me of oh you know when God. people decide they're going to get married and and for like for like a year their life is consumed by wedding plans and it's mm-hmm. like and it gives them something to to talk about and they're you know they're on the same page mm-hmm. and then and then sometimes you know they get married and then it's like. Oh, who are you? Well, well, what, well, yeah. now, uh, no, oh, what are we hi. doing now? Hello. We had so much to talk about before. <laughs> but but well, I like yeah, the idea of opening a business because yeah. it's ongoing. Yeah, and right. and you learn quickly if you're gonna work out or exactly. not. Exactly. You know, and right. so I think for for Christian, it's like the relationship gauntlet. Yeah. Oh my God, it is. Yeah, we definitely had our days, mm-hmm. but you know, luckily, you did. Like, what would you argue about? Oh my God, it just was always stuff. And I don't know. I think it just. I have to tell them just one little oh, story. So like. One time, I th- we got in this like tiff mm-hmm. over I don't know what it was. Like I think I was like I wasn't like we had some orders due at like right at eleven. Like I didn't have them ready, and um, it was like the end of the night. You know, it was like a long ass Sunday, and I was just like so furious about something. I forget what we were fighting about, but I remember I had this like big bag of ganache <laughs> in this like uh, in this piping in the pastry, bag. and I was just like, oh my god, Christian's driving me crazy. And so I grabbed this ganache <laughs> and like this piping bag full of ganache, and I just mm-hmm. like threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> And it just like kind of like splattered mm-hmm. everywhere. But luckily, that was only year one through three. Um, oh. You learn quickly. We you realize know. how expensive ganache is, and we don't throw it around. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But no, I think it was it was a really great experience. I know. I know. Sometimes folks. You know, I definitely remember when I was telling my friends, like you know, when they were first starting to meet Christian, and I was also explaining, hey, I'm also trying to start a business with him. There, you know, there was a lot of apprehension but mm-hmm. I think kind of what me and Christian are kind of known for is just like you know we kind of just follow our hearts so mm-hmm. it's just like it feels right you know yeah. you intuition is yeah. huge and I think me and Ozzy both have different skill sets that, that I think has played into our success where it's like I have this kind of blind courage I'll jump off a cliff without having my eyes open <laughs> and Ozzy is very like okay well how, how are we going to do this the plan? eternal yeah. planner mm-hmm. yeah. Right. yeah so yeah. He, he balances me out but I also push us you know to keep moving forward mm-hmm. totally totally okay so can we talk about first how, how does that meeting go when you first sit down and go okay exactly what are we going to serve day mm-hmm. one when we open what is going to be on the menu well, yeah, I, I think when we were planning mustache, I mean, I kind of had a few thoughts in my head just with 
what I wanted to do, but I was really conscious of the town that I was coming into. So I, I knew, obviously, Cuso has been here forever, um, Cuso's Bakery, and then also Downtown Bakery. So I knew coming into a small community like Healdsburg, the locals are just very ride or die, very very hardcore to interact with sometimes. You know, not in a bad way, but they're just super loyal. They like their sticky bun from Downtown Bakery. It's right. like they, ha- they had their spot. So I knew it was gonna be tough, but I figured- But you were local. Yeah. And that was the saving grace is that Healdsburg runs in my blood, but also that <laughs> we, you know, we came in and we weren't super competing with them because it's almost like downtown bakery was closing at a certain time, you know, early in the day. We were staying open later and same thing with Cousseau's. They were closing at, you know, I think they closed at two o'clock or something. And so we were not being super competitive with people and I think being good neighbors. And I think mm-hmm. that helped us kind of paved the way we almost like opened up I saw this like little area of the market that wasn't being touched yet in Healdsburg and we kind of well and then also at the time it was like 2011 so we were already starting to see a little bit of a rebound in Mm -hmm. the economy and then um, and specifically with tourism it started to pick up and there wasn't really a bakery in this community that was kind of like targeting you know that that younger clientele that travel Mm -hmm. that traveler that is coming into town so a mix of both like like the local, you know, support, loyalty, and then also being, you know, smart and strategic about like, well, what does our customer look like? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, catering to that kind of, you know. Well, and also like growing up here in Healdsburg, it's like, I mean, it was a much different town back then, but also, I mean, I was, I was born at Healdsburg Memorial in 1988, but still like the town was a lot different then. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Such it's not that child. long ago, right? <laughs> um, But, you know, it was, it was just a much smaller town. You'd walk barefoot to the plaza and it just, there wasn't as much kind of, you know, high-end stores and everything and so when we also when I moved to LA because I I did that very stereotypical like teenage thing when right when I was 18 I was like F Sonoma County I need to get out and go (laughs) go to LA so I moved to LA for a little bit and I'm gonna be a star right exactly (laughs) but you know I started noticing a lot of the food scene down there was just very like forward-thinking a little bit more hip a little younger and I was like what year was that around that was 2006. Okay. Um, yeah, and so basically I went down there and I was like, wow, like, wh- why isn't, what's up with Sonoma County? You know, like, you know, not, not uh, there aren't cool people doing a lot of right. amazing stuff, but it's a lot of really established businesses that have been doing it for a long time and not really this new breath of air that I now feel the food business is moving into. So that also kind of inspired me to wanting to do a project that's a little bit younger, a little bit hipper and kind of, spoke to people because when I came in, you know when I was living in Healdsburg I was always like what's there to do I mean I can't taste wine at you know right. 16 17 so there wasn't a lot of stuff to do for younger people so I wanted to add something to the plaza that would be good for you know families and younger people too totally totally and I think with like you know especially when you're talking about the recession of like 2008 2009 a lot of the businesses that were struggling were the really high-end luxury like you know super custom motorcycle shops and you know things right. like that that were going out of business that people didn't have that extra income for but everyone can everyone buy a loves sugar right. can buy a yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like the uh, the square in Sonoma you've got that one ice cream shop across mm-hmm. yeah. you know across sweet the way scoops. sweet scoops and every yeah. it's like one of those things that people talk about that you know, yeah. and and they'll even not have um, um, dessert at a restaurant. They'll go out to dinner and say, mm-hmm. "No, no, right. no, we're going to save that right. up." Exactly. Right? And do you guys get a, get that as well? Oh since you're yeah, open? like yeah. it's like we, you know, because it's like when diners are coming to you know North County wine country, right? It's like they're you know doing a sit down tasting. They're doing a sit down dinner. 
and they want to walk the plaza. That's part of what makes our community so beautiful mm -hmm. is, is that we're really walkable. Right. Um, yeah. And so, you know, people want to, you know, they want to try different things. So it's like, um, it's really funny. I remember like, um, like anytime like we go out to like a restaurant we always have a server that tells us like I send all my people mm -hmm. your way like right after dinner you know and I'm like uh, thank you yeah. um, so there's a lot of that here in town um, and so yeah yeah and so after so so your first place is open what what sparks the decision that we're gonna open up another spot well we we had started making these ice cream sandwiches at mustache and so Christian what flavors do we have it was like the, the first one that we did was it was like a salted corn cookie and uh, we did like an Albion strawberry like ice cream in the middle wait a, a what strawberry it's like so I, I I make like a corn cookie that you take like dehydrated corn and you kind of make some into a powder and then you leave some whole and uh, it's kind of just like a sea salt kind of corn cook it's not corn meal it's like corn like freeze-dried corn has that very specific mm -hmm. kind of corn flavor the and so sugar I, and the starch yeah. yeah and so i thought that that would pair really well with strawberry and so um and we, we work with a bunch of farms here in town and so we we're getting these like really ripe amazing strawberries and i was like oh i bet like a corn cookie would go good so we packaged those up in like little bags and, got, and we like, bought we bought this like mm -hmm. little 400 dollar freezer and yeah. just, we just put it in our like, front of house because it's like I, <laughs> yeah. like I i had a mentor at the time that said you know you you need to be making sure that you're maximizing all of your square footage. Mm -hmm. You know, in the middle of summer, you know, we noticed that no one was really doing like proper ice cream right. in Healdsburg. And right. we're like, we, you know, the the theme of Mustache Baked Goods when we opened was we really wanted to showcase a lot of the farms that were in our area. And, you know, while the cupcake craze was happening, what was happening was there was a lot of cake mix going around. Mm -hmm. And so for me and Christian, we didn't want to use a cake mix. We really wanted to do... Really? Like bakery, commercial bakeries? That's, were that's so prevalent. And yeah. nowadays, everything's wow. so process I mean it would it, it, I, I know exactly what it tastes like and it's to a tea and I, and I would never say anyone's name but most bakeries now use I am definitely mixes. when I get back mm -hmm. I am going to make sure we do not have cake mix in our bake, in our bake shop <laughs> mm -hmm. or call us not. and we'll make cakes for you too just let us know <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you know I mean, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where it's you know because I, I, I grew up working you know I worked at Oliver's for a long time as one of their main cake people shout we out to Oliver's love Oliver's love Oliver's, Oliver's. Oliver's. Oliver's, you can still sponsor us. We're yes. still, we're still open. Yeah, and I mean, and and you know, and they they put out a, a good product as well. And it's like when I started working for other bakeries and stuff, and you kind of just see what was going on. It just it kind of like dimmed my light as far as me wanting to create food because I was like, is this really what our industry is is doing? Right. Is this what we're standing for? And then I realized I was like. Well, I can do it myself and do it how I want to do and it. And elevate it mm -hmm. to... Well, and not only that, too, but it's like, I think when we opened the business and, like, thinking of those themes, it's like, well, he grew up with all these people. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, we want to be able to provide people in our community, like, good food because they're our neighbors. They're people that we grew up with. You right. know, we didn't come into Healdsburg with a strategic plan about like, I mean, we did come with some sort of strategy, right. but you know, we didn't come into the community, you know, being super hardcore capitalists. You know right. what I mean? Let's so. get that yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think some of the best, the best food people in the, the industry that I meet are, are ones that are, I mean, you have to have a little business sense if you're going to stay in business, but you're not these hardcore business people and it's more really about 
about the the product that you're making. And you know, for us, we can be much smarter business people and have do a cake mix and have the cupcakes sit out for a week and still make that product. I mean, or make that. Um, that money from it but essentially with us we you know if, if it doesn't sell that day we end up tossing it or giving it out to a lot of the local businesses love us because they yeah, eat cupcakes every night yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to ask about that what mm-hmm. you do with with product at the end of the day so yeah. um, I know it's tough to just you know there's I think I guess there's services that'll come pick it up and give it to, to like mm-hmm. kitchens or homeless people but or something but, but like it's, sweets but it's, like I know it's one of those weird thing. sort of um, products that yeah well I think for us too it's like we we you know we've been in business for almost a decade now you know and so it's like we know our numbers we right. know our what our Monday now. looks like right. we know what our Wednesday right. looks like mm-hmm. and right. so you know we we've we found our rhythm you know mm-hmm. but definitely in the first couple of years that we were open we did kind of like you know, we were running out of desserts, like of a whole entire product line by three o'clock every day. And so then we're like, okay, great. Like I I can start hiring more people because Mm -hmm. we're selling way more product. Um, but you know, it is a rhythm. It's so yeah. innocent. Yeah. I just love this story. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. it's just. That's why I love I love mustache because that's where I learned how to be like a business owner, mm-hmm. you know, a cafe mm-hmm. owner, whatever you want to call it. And it just it holds a really special place for me. Um, I mean, for us yeah. because that's kind of like where we learned how to be like a good couple, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. good business or trying to yeah, always be good part business. of the community yeah and, yeah and and mustache is kind of one of those like silent killers it's like you know because because the retail store it's not like it's not like noble folk where there's a line out the door and it's crazy bustling it's that ice cream shop like atmosphere but we do so many weddings with mustache right. and that's right. usually where i run well into and that's how we exactly. that's how we <laughs> run exactly. into sandra every exactly. single year yeah. yeah yeah so that that's been cool to see kind of mm-hmm. that support from the wedding and event side is. Are you is, doing the cakes also? Wedding yeah. cakes. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So we do yeah. ice cream carts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting to do cotton candy machines, and uh, we're so it's just it's the the event side of what we're doing is also growing right. too. And so it's a balance of like, well, how many resources and time and attention do we give the retail side? How do we scale, you know, the wedding and event mm-hmm. side, and then how do we scale our new project, Noble Folk Ice Cream and Pie Bar in Santa Rosa? Yeah. Like, how do we figure out the logistics between in our central kitchen in Windsor, so it's been it's been an, a fun, fun six months um, figuring out. You know, we I ended and up then and then you're going to jump into politics in oh the gosh, middle of it all. Yeah, right? yeah. hello, yeah. assembly yeah. delegate for District Two. <laughs> I Ozzie mean, Jimenez. you ran for that, right? I did. Yes, I did. You won I, in I well, I ran, and then unfortunately, I lost. Um, you did. I did by a few margin, um, but. Um, the thing about assembly delegates is, is every senator gets to appoint a certain amount of delegates from the community. And so um, I have to give special shout out to Senator Mike McGuire um, for appointing me uh, assembly delegate for District 2. Um, so I was able to go down to the Moscone Center and kind of participate Aww. with the California Democratic the California Democratic Party and everything. So it's been fun. It's been a it's been a fun, busy six mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in Santa Rosa now? T- talk to me about this spot I in Santa Rosa. I just saw a picture of the front of it. It just looks so damn cute. Well, it's so funny because it's... it's like a, is it a garage door? No, it's this... So here's here's the story about Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. So three years ago, we were walking around in downtown Courthouse Square, and me and Christian were like, the only way we would come to Santa Rosa is if this storefront was ours. QN three years later, Will Seppi calls me, and he's like, hey... I know we haven't chatted in a while. He's like, 
what are you guys up to? What are you guys doing? I'm like, well, what do you mean, Will? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, are you guys growing? Like, are you guys looking to scale up? And I'm like, we are, but we just haven't found the right place. At the time, we were looking at, you know, we had a really attractive offer to come to Napa. We had another attractive offer to come to Mill Valley. Wow. Um, yeah, and so we, incredible. you know, we, and this is post-fires, right? Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to show people in our community to continue to invest right. in Santa Rosa, right. in Sonoma County. And so the space kind of fell on our lap, essentially. Um, and, and Will didn't want it? Well, I think it's part of kind of what we were talking a little bit about before, about competitiveness mm-hmm. in Healdsburg. Oh, we're, he was trying to move you out of Healdsburg? No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but we were, we were talking about that with, um, with Dustin Vallette, too, about how we're just kind of like a community that, you know, there's enough for everyone. There is, you know? And if question. you're if you're good at what you do, you will be successful. And I think Will understands that just kind of like we all do. Mm-hmm. So it's really about neighbors helping neighbors because we, we're all doing well. So mm-hmm. it's just like we want to share in the wealth for exactly. other people. Um, and so, yeah, three months into it, we signed the lease. And mm-hmm. I mean, we opened. So where is it again? So we're right across from, um, we're, we're right next to what the old Portofino used to be um, and Exchange Bank. Okay. What's the street? Fourth um, Street. Fourth Street. Street. On, right downtown. So you're on 4th. Are you across from the cantina? Um, we're, 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 yeah, I guess it's kind of a weird spot. We're right, and we're, the cantina's right in front of us, but to the right, and then okay. the courthouse is right in front of us to the left. So we're okay. basically in right bet- at courthouse. Okay. Yeah. We're right on that main drag, and uh-huh. the new Hotel E just opened up. Um, so we're right across the street from that as well. Oh my God, and you're close and to the Santa Rosa you, Mall. You're yeah, and when did you, at the Apple Store. Yeah. When yeah. did you open? We opened in January of this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really, really crazy, you know, yeah. because it was, I mean, as you guys flies, know, a yeah. really wet winter. Right. And I just kept getting texts from all these like family friends and stuff being like, I'm in your store in Santa Rosa. It's 38 degrees out and there's 45 people in here. Like wow. it's just literally line out the door. Like, and I'm just like, how is it that it's like raining outside and people are just like still, I, so I just feel super like grateful. Yeah. Just yeah. grateful. You know, I, when I, when I opened those doors, you know, on first day, I was going to go out there and just like be myself and kind of like put on a face, you know? And, and I just like opened the door and I just saw like, like a hundred people just waiting to get in mm, and wow. I just like broke down. I was Aww. just like, Oh my gosh, guys, like it's been a dream, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like Christian and I, you know, this is his hometown here in Healdsburg and we have locations here. Great. But I'm like, what about me? <laughs> yeah. Like I grew up in Santa Rosa. Like I want to see a store in like my hometown, you know? And so we've been getting a lot of support, you know, like I'm a Piner High grad. Hello, any Piner High grad uh-huh. out there. So a lot of support has been coming from the community there. So it's been, it's been really great. Yeah. How many more are you going to do? Everyone's telling me to slow down. Right. <laughs> I think that's something. It's like me and Ozzy are learning, you know, I mean, coming to our old age of 30, 31, but we... we Cry <laughs> me a river. I don't know, but we, we also, it's, you know, I think the reason why we started young, too, not, not that we want to retire young, but I think it's that, that balance. I mean, we, we visited Japan a couple years ago. I mean, we, we were there for about three, four weeks. And it's an amazing, it's incredible. beautiful. And, and when, you, when you travel, I think, especially to like European countries, parts of Asia, you just see people are just can be happier. And I'm not, you know, saying America isn't a great country, but it's we're really 
we're instilled at a very young age here that it's all about working. It's not so much about your happiness and, and how you are as a person. When you go to places like like England and, and, and different places that we've traveled, people are just, they their society tells them like, no, you need to slow down. You need to take a holiday. You need to, you know, it's built into to the way that their government works, everything. And, and so for me and Ozzy, it's like we push ourselves really hard but we have this kind of end goal of like we want to slow down a little bit and, and, and enjoy things so we're trying to find that balance right now of like well it's like it's really funny too because it's like I feel like some folks like they'll come up to us and they'll be like oh like you know your success like we love your products mm-hmm. all these things and it's like you know I feel like the assumption is is like you know that that's like my goal my dream and while it is I'm also at home like installing central AC at our house for the first time and I'm like and I'm like blessed be this is this is why I'm working so hard for everything so it's it's really the little things and Mm -hmm. and you know back in in 2017 we got the opportunity to be able to I don't know how we did it, but to be able to buy our own, our first house. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we, yeah, you know, incredible. we've been like, you know, working hard, but also kind of just like also taking time for us, you know, cause it's been a decade since we've just been like ride or die, like, you know, 16 commercial kitchen in Windsor, 17, you know, so it's just been, you know, work after work. So it's like, for us, it's like, we're in a place now where it's just like, you know, we, you know, we trained a lot of our leadership team at, at, at all of our locations to really, well, I was going to say who's where, who's running the shops right yeah, now. So got to give a, a shout out to Tyler cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tyler cook runs all of our Healdsburg operation. Um, Tori Allen runs, um, the central kitchen in Windsor and then Jesse trim runs, um, the Santa Rosa operation. Yeah. So. And I kind of oversee a lot of our operations and so I do, but I really like doing the wedding deliveries and I, it's, it's a position I haven't been able to give up, give up for mm-hmm. some reason. I really like setting up wedding cakes. So I'm, I do that every weekend. Wow. Yeah. 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 And then Whoa. I just, yeah. Do you ever refrigerate a car? Um, we do, yeah, we yeah. have two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's something that we're, you know, when we're talking about expanding, it's like, do we want to open up more retail stores or do we want to, like, have a fleet of ice cream, you know, these right, little good humor carts. trucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. We saw yours. It's really sharp. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the fig rig? The fig yeah. rig. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It's always at uh, Jack London State Park, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we're there. Um I'm trying to think where this weekend Sebastiani we had the pizza oven right? this weekend. Yeah. What was what was the we're thought Robert process? Mondavi. Yeah. Um what was the thought okay. I mean <laughs> I'll tell the story of the thought since oh, Brian was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um we I don't even know what year it was, but we did a, a kind of a leadership retreat mm-hmm. and we were up at Hamel and one of the activities was is I had made all these cards with different business ideas like okay what's our next thing Mm -hmm. is it wine is it food truck is it catering at people's homes um i don't know what else another restaurant another Mm -hmm. this or that a beer i don't know so there were like 20 some cards and there were three four teams and the teams got together and it was random we randomized the group and they picked a card Mm. and they had a couple hours to make a presentation and then everybody voted survivor style Mm. and decided and i said at that meeting whichever one wins we're gonna do Mm -hmm. 
and so which is crazy, by the way. It was, yeah. it was right? crazy to give your team John, that John much. John didn't yeah. believe right. me. Yeah. He didn't believe me that I would really do it. But one of them was the food truck. But Brian, yours was. Well, to have the girl and the fig making their own wine and have like a wine club. Mm. And we have that. And now okay. we have, but you actually also wanted a vineyard. You wanted to, he wanted, you wanted it all. the whole Go winery. big or go home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait till exactly. next year. Yeah. But the food truck um, beat that mm-hmm. by like, I don't know, one or two votes. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, now we're going to do a food truck. And. It took about a year and a half because, like, we were like, okay, yeah, we're going to do it. And they did a really good job with their Mm. presentation. I mean, they got the insurance. They found Mm. a truck. I mean, in two hours, like, they wrote a menu. Google. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they really had a plan, and they did a nice job presenting it. And I'm like, okay, well, this might be doable. Mm. And, you know, once... I started putting it on Facebook. Yeah. Once you like mm-hmm. make that commitment, then you kind of have to do it. Roll yeah. through it, yeah. <laughs> and so John, my business partner, he really didn't believe that, you know, this was going to happen. I'm like, no, I said we're going to do it and I stand behind my word and we need to figure it mm-hmm. out. Totally. And then the next part took, you know, a little bit of time because we wanted to do it ourselves. Yeah. And trying to deal with the county and a truck was like um, next to impossible. Mm-hmm. And so I can't remember what state we ended up, but we found um, we built the truck somewhere else, mm-hmm. and they had California inspectors there. So great, it was inspected there. And when it got here, we had minor stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I loved it. I remember when I first you. saw it on the Healdsburg Square. I'm like, oh, I yeah, went. That was for Pino on mm-hmm. the river, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. I remember going back to my like <laughs> to both the stores and telling my staff, I'm like, you guys, the girl in the fig is here, <laughs> you know, because it's like, you know, you guys are such a like centerpiece on the Sonoma Square to like have you be at the Healdsburg no. Square was kind of like mm-hmm. like like a warping tour for me yeah. you know so Aww. I'm just like you know so yeah well I always feel like Healdsburg and Sonoma are kind of like cousins or they something they are absolutely we're, we're related somehow yeah <laughs> we're looked, sisters we looked at space up here for, mm-hmm. for a year or two we were like coming up and going could we do this and you know, I, I just don't love driving. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I always said I need to be able to go to all my places in the same day. Yeah. Totally. And, um. That's really funny you say that because that's kind of the mode that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of folks that are like pulling us to go to Oakland or right. to go mm-hmm. to San Francisco. Right. I get it. And me it. and Christian are just like. We don't like driving too much, right. you know, because we're, we're right. already like, you yeah, know. Yeah, who wants to be in traffic mm-hmm. for three no. hours? And, and yeah. especially with baked goods, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I'd end up um, eating them all the way <laughs> to the delivery, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the, some things when they go really fast, it's good. You mm-hmm. know, you get it there and you have it and you go, okay, now I got to figure it out and make it work. Mm-hmm. And then you s- kind of slow down a little bit. And I think you start really strategizing mm-hmm. about what the priorities are. Yeah. So like if I do this much more, I'm going to give up this yeah. mm-hmm. and how it works. And so I think like this, you know, you opening your commercial kitchen in Windsor mm-hmm. is huge because yeah. that becomes your commissary yeah. and you're baking there mostly mm-hmm. and then moving things 
Yeah, like the, the what we do, so all of our ice cream production is actually still here in Healdsburg because um, the kitchen that we built at Mustache is is like kind of perfect for that because it needs its mm-hmm. own clean room and all of that. So we manufacture all of our ice cream here and then the kitchen in Windsor is just our pastry kitchen. Okay. Because, you know, we you know we just wrapped up a wedding weekend, I think two weekends ago, where we did 19 weddings in three days. What? And it was oh really wild. Oh my and, gosh. And, and I mean, and that doesn't, I mean. I, it I'm does, still uh, tired from yeah, that weekend. Yeah, I'm still exhausted. But, and a lot of people don't realize like I mean yeah that's a lot of weddings but also imagine doing that and then also supplying three retail stores right. and wholesale clients with products it's pretty wild and we're it's really inspiring hearing you you talk about your team and the leadership retreat and it's like that's kind of where me and Ozzy it's like you know we look up to people like you in the industry that are kind of doing it you know and and we really look look up to people um you know like you and a lot of people you know that um i heard last week that dustin was talking about like you know ralph tingle and just some of the people i grew Mm -hmm. up here in Healdsburg with and me and ozzy aspire to do that but right now we we just view ourselves as like this like little ragtag bunch that kind of just makes it happen we we always call ourselves the scrappy kids of Healdsburg, (laughs) you know because we we we, when we first opened our first location we didn't we didn't have like the Healdsburg money to like really open like the stylish bakery so it's like we actually ran out of money right before we opened mm-hmm. um and so you know we made it work um but yeah yeah i don't know where i was yeah. going yeah. well yeah. build it and they will come yeah mm-hmm. totally well, it's it's nice about sugar. The, i mean their age is it's amazing well you and you can I wish take, I could go you back can take like risks sometimes. right i mean yeah. i know i'm not saying that you're you're fly by night but but you can you can take risk and know that you know we might fail once or twice but you're more gumby at that age, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, right? You can well, because it's back. gonna be it's gonna be okay. You know, right. it's like I was telling my friends when there was that apprehension. You know, it's like I'd rather take the dive in right now at 22 than wait until right. like I'm way older mm-hmm. and 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 you know be very risk averse. You right. know, and so. Um, well, even so, yeah. even when we opened the San Rosa store recently, it's like I think I still have that weird like blind courage thing where people were like, "Oh, are, are you nervous? Is it going to do well?" In my mind, I'm like, "Why wouldn't it do well?" You know, just like right. it's it's it's. And our then brand. I, I provide all one. the like yeah. context of why it will do well mm-hmm. because it's like uh-huh. we have so much data that we right. have And I'm like, and, yeah, and like, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm usually pretty good about like getting everyone <laughs> on my team to agree with me, even if they all disagree <laughs> with me at first. And I'm just like, hey, let me show you where we been as our track record because it's like we should be growing you know because our numbers are indicating that we're ready for growth um so i think right now you know we we're happy with the santa rosa store we're going to cool it for a little bit because we just want you know we're planning our our next vacation and just trying to take a we going Mm -hmm. we want to go to mexico city Um, oh i love mexico city yeah Yeah. so i've I've never been it's my country of origin Mm -hmm. and i just i'm really excited to go to to pujol yes Mm -hmm. and there's there's this other one called oja santa Uh which is really amazing but there's this really cool churro place called churros el morro um, oh say that again churros el morro <laughs> yeah I love that. And so, um, so they've been around since the 1930s mm-hmm. in mexico city but um yeah i'm really they you know they do churro popsicles with like uh, uh. like hot chocolate um and like churro ice cream sandwiches mm-hmm. so i just yeah i'm just really excited to kind of reconnect with my roots a little bit more down there so your your culinary travel is still very inspiring mm-hmm. like when you came back from japan mm-hmm. did you start doing some what sponge cake you well yeah i mean a lot of the stuff when when we when you go and travel i mean it's hard not to get inspired by the mm-hmm. food i mean it's just inevitable and so when we went to japan i mean what i always liked 
about and I've been into like Asian baked goods even before going to Japan because when I lived in LA I lived in a part um, of Koreatown mm-hmm. and so I was used to going to the Korean bakeries and not having any idea of what I was eating but being like oh wow this is crazy <laughs> what is this okay you know and and that type of excitement excites me about food where like when I started going to culinary school and I was learning this like French style of making pastry I mean it was cool but it was kind of like uh, okay I see it all the time and it just didn't like catch me on fire about food and so with um, when, when we went to Japan a lot of the flavor profiles are very subtle mm-hmm. it's not in your face with right. intense mm-hmm. flavor like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in America you know American but lots of stuff salt. can be exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know and in Japan yeah it's just like very delicate textures they love mm-hmm. you know kind of the mochi texture of that kind of like squishy kind of mm-hmm. textures big there and um, that was something that when, when we came back a lot of I think that actually might have been right before we opened Noble Folk. Um, but yeah, a lot of our flavors at Noble Folk too kind of have a little nod to some Korean stuff that I've had and, and stuff um, in Japan too, of just really subtle kind of Asian-inspired flavors. Yeah, we did like a strawberry miso ice cream that mm-hmm. tastes like, it like it has like a subtle flavor of butterscotch mm-hmm. to it, you know? And so it's just, it's really cool to like, like be a culinary person in a small town because it's like you're kind of inclined to do like Rocky Road ice cream mm-hmm. and like cookies and cream. And then it's like, well, this that, is my version. I'm like, that mm-hmm. only gets me so far. So right. I, I remember working the front at Noble Folk here in Healdsburg. And I remember like over, because we did it for three months, I worked the front here. And um, I remember all the kids from St. John's, right? Because it's like, I, I was nervous about these little kids, like whether or not they were going <laughs> to like, you know, black sesame ice cream right. or yeah. juniper honey. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like even throughout the years, all these kids now have like super well-developed palates right. because they've had like <laughs> the black sesame coconut it's me like that's my flavor so it's been cool to kind of like you know back in the day when we were younger like you know like Rocky Road was my flavor or bubblegum or Mm -hmm. bubblegum and then it's like so cool to see Healdsburg kids now be like well I want the almond cardamom ice cream (laughs) I grew up eating black sesame coconut actually that's the one I get (laughs) the almond cardamom Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's like my that's like my version of like vanilla I really like Mm -hmm. that one I love that one Mm -hmm. in espresso Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. my favorite. So have you heard of Boxu? Um, you might love it. Mm-hmm. But when I got back, my last trip coming back from Japan, um, and I, lo- I mean, I love Japan. I love mm-hmm. Tokyo. I love, like, all sorts of areas. I would love to spend some more time there. Mm-hmm. But part of it also is we're, I don't know if we're opening this ramen shop or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this company called Boxu is a subscription company where you get a box a month of Japanese treats. Hmm. Oh my god, I think and I've seen is it I think I've seen it on Instagram yes, or something. Orange boxes yeah. and the um, packaging is just, it's just the best and, part when, of yeah. the whole. When you said gummy, <laughs> you know, like squishy, because yeah. you get like samples of that. Like this last one was um, citrus. Mm-hmm. So they pull different citrus snacks, sweet and savory, from like all the different provinces, mm-hmm. and they explain it all. But it was really fun, and I did it because I wanted to know like what snacky things could I get to sell you know also in the shop but um you know but creative now now do you have any products that are retail that you are now like selling to markets or well we we've R&D'd um our pint program um and so we actually debuted it um this past weekend at Miracle Plum in Santa Rosa um and so so 
who is who is Miracle Plum? So Miracle Plum is Is that this, yours also? No, it's not mine. It's okay. owned by Gwen and her business partner. I can't remember her name right now. Mm. But Gwen is a super cool girl. She like she's me and Christian's age and she grew up here in Santa Rosa too. She's got tattoos just like us everywhere. She's like six foot five. And so. she's like wow. fabulous. <laughs> she's um, yeah. But you know, we we had a conversation when she first opened it and she's like, Yeah, like as young people we're always kind of complaining that there isn't enough for us to do like specifically mm-hmm. in the 25 to 35 mm-hmm. e- year age range because when you grow up here in Sonoma County it's not like you're wine tasting all the time it's yeah. like it's always here it's always been here um, and so Gwen was like you know what I'm just gonna take the dive and start this homeware grocery um, natural wine store mm-hmm. um, and so she um, you know took the dive in and they celebrated their first year birthday uh, mm-hmm. this wow. past Sunday mm-hmm. um, and so you launched your pints yeah so we we have this cool pint uh, where we it's like black sesame almond cardamom uh, there's Dutch cookie, Dutch cookie, and the strawberry miso. But the the packaging for our pint was really cool. It, it actually is inspired by um, the Japanese um, shibori, like, shibori, like the indigo um, oh, dying process. Yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. kind of what our packaging looks like, and it's really, really yeah, and cool. it's really cute to see like our pints like. With so is it is it real? It yeah, is real. Done. Yes, and, it's, so and we're just getting it started. We're hoping to be in Oliver's. We're hoping to be here at Big John's. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been very selective about who we've partnered with initially for this like first year that we've mm-hmm. had it. We have a wholesale account up in Hopland too called Steep at uh, Steep Coffee. But we like to kind of be selective because we're still learning. Right. And when we want to you know roll out a new product line, we want to make sure that once you know, from point A to point B that it's like seamless and perfect, Mm -hmm. you know? And so finally we're kind of in a place with our refrigerated food trucks and kind of like everything we have Mm -hmm. going on that we're in a place to just really scale that part of our business. And it it took us a while too, even like with the wholesale thing, because we, you know, I I used to do some wholesale with mustache and a lot of times like some of the retail partners, I mean, I know that they're trying to stretch their Mm -hmm. dollar as much as possible, but I I don't want to compromise what I'm doing. You don't want to sell stale cookies. Yeah, Yeah. so I basically, you know, kind of took down that, that that department and then when we opened Noble Folk it kind of made more sense to open mm-hmm. that up as wholesale so we we actually work with a good friend of mine um, Dominica that owns Catelli's mm-hmm. um, we do um, ice cream for her dessert menu at the restaurant oh, very and, nice. yeah so we kind of it's it's a slow process we've mm-hmm. just been kind of doing more like I don't know, just behind the scenes, like work and just seeing. We've been busy planning for the Santa Rosa store. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't planning on building in in Santa Rosa. But as soon as that space opened up and just recognizing Mm -hmm. the need for investment in our community, we're just like that really took over most of what was on our plate. Mm -hmm. So now that we've been in business in Santa Rosa for eight months, we're starting to kind of like get back into our rhythm. I mean, I know you know Mm -hmm. like what it's like when you're opening up a place and so it just really, I mean, it's great, but it sucks your like, you know. And I don't know if this is the same for you, but for us, it's like we're really, we, we do most of our like planning of our business in the fall, winter months, you know, because it's slower, you have that time to really think you know right. in high season you're just like what am i doing today right my getting it done yeah. 19 yeah. weddings in three days it, it, that's yeah. what we're doing boots yeah. on the ground yeah, yeah. You know? but you know me and ozzy had this really cool concept for a cookbook as well because a lot of our recipes too are inspired by people that we work with the purveyors mm-hmm. behind it and so we have a, just a lot of interesting stories behind how even we came up with products that we currently have on our menu that some I of think. them are named after different employees yeah. like we have a uh, pioneer jane which is named after one of our longest 
best employees we've ever mm. had, Sarah Davis. And it's like a buttermilk cake with strawberry rhubarb jam and strawberry cream cheese frosting. Did you see any yeah. cupcakes or cookies or pie on the Here, table? Right now, today? <laughs> no. no, again, That's we're getting no. stiffed oh, by right? uh, samples. Yeah. I don't know. Might have to make that a requirement oh my gosh, from now on. Yeah. <laughs> next time. I'm next time. Yeah. Um, so, but that's so fun. And, you know, cookbooks with stories and yeah. actually that have more than just recipes are really, I think, the way to go now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 People want to get a little and our, bit more. And our kind of challenge, too, sometimes is, you know, because of our age is we don't have necessarily always that, that built-in network to, like, you know, well, who do you know about Chronicle Books? You know, well, it's like, I don't really know anyone at Chronicle Books because I I'm don't like, either. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, 28. I don't, right. you know, I'm not in the literary world. So it's like, you know, I feel like when you are a business owner or a small, you know, person or a person just working for yourself, it's like you're, you're literally learning all the time, you know, and I just, yeah, yeah. I have your cookbook. I should have brought it and got a little signature. I'll have to bring it one of these. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, you know, I self-published. Mm-hmm. So the first book was Simon & Schuster. The second book, I self-published. And if you decide to go down that road, you can call me. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And I have a great printer also. Oh, and we know a good food stylist. Oh, yeah. Yes. We have an <laughs> who actually works with ice cream. Oh, cool. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great. Alicia Deal, shout out. Okay, shout yeah. out. Um, <laughs> so it's just so, okay. So this is like, what is up with the dairy permit? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god! Well, do you want to explain yeah. well, to people what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, get in deep yeah. with this dairy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like all of a sudden, you're making ice cream, which is like a recipe, like mm-hmm. other things, and yeah. you're in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they come and they go, "Okay, you need to have a permit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just well, just a well, permit. And, and I just want to provide a little historical yes. context, like with the dairy industry. So, what happened in the '70s and '80s was you were seeing larger um, ice cream manufacturers really wanting to squeeze out smaller purveyors. So a lot of what they were doing was they were lobbying against uh, the state legislature to create all of these systems and policies to get small producers out of the Mm. picture. So they couldn't afford it. Exactly. And so, I mean, but now what you're having is, is, you know, ice cream is a very kind of like nuanced, popular type of product. So you're seeing kind of um, people really do their homework to get it done. Mm. You know, so I, I tell Christian or I tell everyone like, building our ice cream clean room was probably the hardest thing we ever mm-hmm. did. It's harder than even opening a new business. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, with just the permitting process, I mean, it really does keep food people down from being able to make food. And I, and I know and it that, makes sense in a way when it comes yeah. to, like, health um, and right. sanitation. Right. No, and, and I totally get that. But, I mean, like, for, for example, so we, we, we have soft serve in our Santa Rosa store, which is mm. um, kind of special to Santa Rosa. But that's its own agency and permit for that. Is that a different agency? As, yeah, aside from the person that inspects us um, for the You are kidding me. So we have three. There's the health department, the soft serve, and then the... California CDFA. Department yeah. of Food What's and Agriculture. What's the difference between the soft serve in the regular serve. we're still trying to figure it out uh, just more money <laughs> it's just more a money way to get money yeah yeah, yeah. so wild. and it's, it's you know it's it's hard because it's like as a creative culinary person right you really want to provide 
this wholesome product that you know your customers are asking for and it kind of is sometimes draining to like jump through all these hoops and obstacles right. you know but I, my whole thing is is well once, now you're a politician you can change <laughs> lobby <things>. more of, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, but my whole thing is, is is once you've achieved it and once you've got that permit it it feels so good right. you know right. and so it's like um so yeah yeah and i think the other thing is like I believe most people they we want to do it the right way. Yeah, we exactly. want to do it ethically, sustainably, by the rules, by the book. And unfortunately, there's just so many times that it becomes so difficult and that's how people mm-hmm. end up doing shortcuts because totally. they, or they end can't up afford it or building they a project. They right, you know, exactly. like I think that's part of the problem and you know that we were kind of faced with in Santa Rosa was the permit process there for just even building out. Um, you know, it's like there's a lot of allocation of resources for, you know, residential home building, but it's like, you know, understanding how communities work, that it's really, it's multifaceted, it's commercial, agricultural, mm-hmm. recreational, mm-hmm. also residential, business. business. Mm-hmm. We need to be expediting right. the permit process for everyone. Right. Um, employee benefits, yeah. employee taxes, mm-hmm. everything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So what How about many you? Employees, do you uh, have right now? We're at fifty-four. Fifty-four oh employees. That's incredible. So, a little army of a little <laughs> army of ice cream makers and cake makers and scoopers. And do you get everybody together at all? We try. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Is it's it's. I don't know if you experience this, but for us, it's always hard to you know have like these meetings yeah, and, and stuff when right. you're you know you're expected to be open all the time a right. lot of people aren't as forgiving of food businesses to close down to have those types of meetings or like well i'm bringing my mom here for ice cream for her birthday you guys oh, are jerks closed. you know so yeah. it's like it's so we're a little like particular about it but we try you know a couple times a year we always do like a big company christmas party this will be interesting this is our first year with a, you know three four places going around yeah. at the same time. We'll have to figure out where we're going to actually have it. We I normally think do it at Noble Fuck. We'll put like paper up in the window so we have like privacy and uh-huh. it's just like fun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but it's so, I think for me, it's very, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at like 240. Wow. About. That's awesome. It's a big old headache, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's rewarding. But you like that. And I know, jobs. You know, I, I was used just, to like that. No, you still do. And I, know, I was thinking about this the other day that you have you have stories that you can tell of people that worked at the girl right. and the fig. And because of that were able to plan their wedding, were able to buy their house, were able right. to go to school, were mm-hmm. able, I mean, there's Open all these different, right, there's right. all yeah. these different things right. that, and no, that, that's, that's, the, that's regardless of the money that you've made right. owning the restaurant. Right, but that's, and that, I mean, that's the rewarding, for me, that's the rewarding part, yeah. is that I know people have a place to go, they can make an honest living, totally. they can work hard, feel good about the product, right. and, um, you know, we're still doing our part for the economy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's, of course, back end, you know, hardships of, ha- of, of employing people. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. all Workers those different personalities. Come. Yeah. Oh, it's that just, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, can be, it can be a lot, but I mean, for us, it's like we... 
especially when we first opened Mustache, it's like that's kind of really what kept me and Ozzy going. Because, you know, we had some days where mm. we're like, what are we doing? Is this going to work out? And, you know, our employees were like, no, you guys got this. Like, you know, like you guys yeah. are just so in the trenches right now. Just like look up and see what you guys have created. And, mm. you know, now looking back at the last 10 years, it's like, you know, we have people that have become best friends from working together. We've had people that have started their own companies with each other yeah. from working for us. And it, that that to me is something really special and, and overcompensates for all the the <laughs> wacky stories we have. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think I think we've been very lucky, too, because it's like because of our age, we were able to hire a lot of people that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And maybe that wasn't the best idea to do, but it really worked, it worked. for us, yeah. you know, especially when I had bad days, you know, like working the front at Mustache, you know, we opened in November, you know, so, oh, in, that's in, so hard. in four months we yeah. were already in January, February. Right. And I had people telling me like, you guys won't make it past March, mm-hmm. you know, just like really mean, right. awful yeah. things. And I had so many incredible like employees of mine that like I remember there was one employee she like looked at me and like it was one day I was having just like a really bad day and she just looked at me and she's like every day your door is open it's proof that what you're doing is working Mm -hmm. you know and I think about that every single day or when I'm having another bad day and it's like and it's now been a decade it's been a decade since that door has been staying open you know and so I'm really proud of that yeah yeah and, and this last year you know not not just opening noble folk too in santa rosa was cool but also the srjc asked us to be the commencement speakers oh that was i wild. know i saw it was, was so just cool. so incredible well, it was and it's one of those things when someone asks you to do it it's like you kind of go yeah absolutely you know you just say yes and then it kind of sinks in a few days there. later you're like oh my god what what oh, did yeah. we what agree to yeah. you know to public speak to that many people was very intense but we you know and it's one of those things too did we did, you practice yeah so we worked with the the jc's um speech um professor there and he kind of he's the debate coach. D- debate coach yeah uh-huh. um and he how S- sanford yeah how yeah. sanford yeah and he he was so cool and he helped us because we were both just like a little nervous ozzy's mm-hmm. better with public speaking than no. i am but we were able to i mean i just told a story it wasn't so much a speech it was just kind of my story and it just was cool at the very end after we did the speech because i thought it may be like i don't know that's so naive like oh, 300 people are going to be there but I think it was like six thousand people. Oh God! Um, and so you in the nerves. Yeah, but then, but then at the very end, after we gave our speeches, we because this is the first time they've had joint. commencement speakers before. and the first time they've had LG openly LGBTQ yeah. people yeah. and so we you know told our full truth you know stories and at the very end all the professors and and the um, speakers kind of formed this like kind of gauntlet for all the students to walk through Aww. and I can't tell you how many students just stopped and were just like kind of just crying and just being like wow like well, what you guys said was just so like you know just inspiring real, yeah. and real and i didn't realize we were going to have that effect on people and that was yeah. really well cool. he like was talking about rupaul's drag race yeah. and just like <laughs> you know it's just great because mm-hmm. it's like you know i feel like a lot of these kids like you know go to these commencement speeches and there's people giving speeches that don't look like them mm-hmm. yep. you know so you know i think it was the first the first year where it was the highest percentile of um, Latinx individuals mm-hmm. that were graduating. And, you know, I talked about, you know, being undocumented.
regimented for, you know, for most of my life and kind of like how that molded me as a person. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's always good to have representation in public spaces, you know, so there's a a responsibility. mm -hmm, There's a surreal moment that when we were giving the speech, I look behind me and one of our staff members, Josie, that works in the Hillsburg store is singing in the choir behind us. And then I look forward and then our kitchen manager is in her robe graduating. I was like, this is so funny. (laughs) It's wild. Oh, I love it. I love it. So there's a lot of, you know, just really amazing opportunities that we've had from having the businesses. And, um, you know, one, one thing that I don't talk about too much, I mean, it's just something I kind of do in the background, but I also took over a nonprofit about five years ago. And so that's mostly when I talk to Gary Saperstein, I go on his radio show to talk about my nonprofit. What is your nonprofit? So it's called Positive Images, and it's an uh, it's a youth LGBTQ organization that focuses on uh, free mental health support groups. I think I just donated something yeah. to your event. Totally. Yeah. And we need we, to send you a thank you letter. Absolutely. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> Don't worry. And it's it's a great nonprofit. It's been around for about thirty years. It was started in 1990. It's the oldest um, LGBT nonprofit and. Sonoma County for sure and so we're what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to work with other um, nonprofits in the area especially the the LGBT focused ones is to kind of create an LGBT center here in Sonoma County because we have one of the highest um, populations of LGBT, LGBT people families. living mm-hmm. here but we're all kind of disjointed from like living in Sonoma right. and because a lot of our kids that come to the groups every Thursday night at PI come from Sonoma come from Petaluma a lot of the rural mm-hmm. areas and so I mean Sonoma's not rural but you know, like just the out, outskirts of beyond Santa Rosa. Well, people we're searching in. for community. Yeah. Well, and connecting them to food. You mm-hmm. know, because it's like I don't, I don't have um, the level of interaction with positive images like Christian does. But I've gone to a couple of these panel presentations where there's people who are gender expressing, or there's trans people who are talking about the difficulties and challenges of like you know, and fears of going to an employer and and interviewing with an employer, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's been really interesting over the past couple of years as we now have like positive images, like, you know, youth (laughs) working for us, (laughs) you know? And so it's like this like LGBTQ kind of like workforce training, workforce training program. And it's, you know, however we get it done. Yeah. 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 So it's been, it's, it's really interesting to see how like, how like the centerpiece of like what we do in creating food has kind of like helped us branch off into all these other different things, you know? Mm -hmm. So awesome. Yeah. So I think, how do people get a hold of you? Let, let's get all the info out. Yeah. Let's get let's so just, a lot. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the no, at the noble folk and at mustache baked goods. No, it's at noble folk. Oh, at noble folk. <laughs> at mustache baked goods. I'm gonna let Christian do this part. So Christian, why don't you just take the lead? Yeah. So our Instagram handles are at. Uh, noble folk and then at mustache bait goods and that's the best way to kind of just I think we're visual people so that's mm-hmm. where we post most of our that's where we live. photos yeah mm-hmm. and then you know we have a website obviously mustachebaitgoods.com and the noblefolk.com is our website and then to actually come in person and eat um, you can visit noble folk Healdsburg at 116 Matheson Street mustache baked goods in Healdsburg at 381 Healdsburg Avenue and Christian, why don't you do the Santa Rosa store? And Santa Rosa Noble Folk is 539 4th Street in downtown Santa Rosa. 
come see us soon. And people can rent your ice cream cart. Yes. Are you with yes. it? Yes. Yeah. So we do we do private events for um, for the cart. So you know we do a lot of weddings, um, golf tournaments, um, birthday parties, that kind of thing. Yes. Right now we're just doing private events. We're not mm. branching so much out to farmers markets yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. So people would find that on your on website the website. To, they can just to, go to the contact form. Yeah. And, and the same to get like a wedding cake or exactly same contact form. Yeah. Okay. We can do everything. So if you've got a special shindig where you want a wedding cake, an ice cream cart, a cotton candy machine. We can provide all of that oh, for you guys. See, he's offering yeah. different flavors. <laughs> Already. <Still>. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much oh, for having no. us. This has Gosh, been such thank a treat. you. It's been so wonderful. And we'll have you back on the show. And um, yeah, we'll let you know when it airs and you can share it with your network. Absolutely. And awesome. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, much no, fun. I'm, I'm in awe of what you guys are doing. I am too. Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, am too. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's really impressive. With you guys. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I don't know, it's like. It's a long time coming. You have a yeah. lot to teach people. A lot, a lot. I think. We're still learning. We're yeah. still learning. But, but we're all students of the world. And that's yeah. the answer you want to hear from, exactly. from someone is we're still learning. And, yeah. And that's like huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could learn a lot from both of you. I learned a lot today. Well, I'll be calling yeah. you about that self-publishing Anytime. thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anything. Well, we'll get Wait, loud yeah. with Gary and Yes, yeah, yes, and yes. Sonoma. Before we officially log off, I'm just going to tell this really quick story about um, Girl in the Fig. So Ooh. about six months before I opened Mustache, one of the, you know, like when you turn down a job, you're like sometimes there's those jobs where you really regret it. And that was the Girl in the Fig is mine. Did so we I, interview you? So I interviewed and I got offered a job to be um, a patient chef for Girl in the Fig and I was just like and it wasn't in the restaurant it was I think the, the, in our catering. the catering yeah and I was so excited about it and for some reason it just I think it was just and I, I think it's just because I was younger and I was like oh commuting from Santa Rosa to Sonoma that's so far now it's like I drive to Napa or San Francisco in a day yeah. you know but it just was one of those times where I just like I turned down the job and I regretted it and I was like oh man like because I looked I think Girl in the Fig was like that pinnacle for me Aww. where I wanted to go but now I'm sitting at a table with you interviewing you er, oh my God, no and you've got like businesses and lots of employees oh, and incredible yeah. and you know now we have a bake a little bake shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in, yeah. well we we had to build out a little mm-hmm. bit because yeah. totally. there was just no way we could do the baking in the um in the restaurant. Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And no that's way. kind of the thing about Sonoma County yeah. is is there's enough for everyone, mm-hmm. you know? And Without it's question. Like, so it's just great to see, you know, restaurateurs kind of, because we, we kind of have to. We have to yes. diversify what yes. we're doing if we want to be able to succeed, you know, 15, 20, out, 20 yeah, years out from now. And, and the yeah. reason why I bring that story up is it's just, it's just it very it's inspiring to sit at this table with you. And it's the, the you know, you've created a lot of pathways for for younger chefs to kind of come up and and do their thing like like me and Ozzy and I hope that we're doing that for the next I am so proud of you guys are you kidding it's huge oh well thank you so much yeah yeah yeah. well we probably lost out there big time (laughs) (laughs) that's all right everything happens for a reason (laughs) yeah I think it worked out exactly the way it was supposed to happen I know I know I won't regret All right. Well, this has been The Bike Goes On. If you want to um, check out our website, thebikegoeson.com, you can see photos. Sandra, I think you said you've got a new um, new Oh, uh, I have page, pictures new now. New page on, on the pages. website with some, yeah. of the, some of the photos that we've yeah. done, and, and we'll post pictures uh, on Instagram as well. You can always go to radiomisfits.com and check out uh, both The Bike Goes On and The Winemakers. If you're into wine, uh, check out that show as well. 
Thank you, Dustin Vallette, for letting us um, come Thank you, uh, hang out in his spot. And uh, very nice to meet you both. Good luck to uh, all your ventures in the future. And, so awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And thanks yeah. to all the listeners out there. Leave us a review. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>